Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. Okay, six running backs down. We're going to do two more tonight. Pat Cotter, we're going to talk Keyshawn Vaughn. We're going to talk Eno Benjamin, uh, two guys that I think have some similarities that do some things well that we both thought are going to translate well to the next level, uh, but both guys we also think that they have some th- things that they can work on to um, kind of jump up into that next tier as well so we're going to talk about these two guys tonight we're going to have one more running back session next week um, and that'll kind of close things out and then we'll get into the into the receivers so um, oh, real qu- yeah oh, go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that again that I'm that eating again. yeah the the venison with the the ketchup mayo I don't know if anybody's ever tried like the ketchup mayo is the one it's good. It's it. Yeah, it's all right. Like I said, better to make it yourself. But this agreed, is all right. agreed. This is all right. It, the, the mixture. Yeah, it's a little more orange than I thought it would be out of the bottle. We ran out of ketchup, which is almost kind of a sin in Pittsburgh. Yeah, oh, but um, we are. Yeah, and paper yeah. towels. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. We're struggling. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, we got the pod though. Yes. Um, okay. So uh, as I mentioned, we've covered six running backs. We're going to do two tonight. We're going to do two more next week. Real quick, I want to get your your opinion on the uh, on the. While you do this, all right. I wanted to get your opinion on the scouting combine. We got the running back weights in. I wanted to see if there was anybody you know that surprised you that you thought was kind of you know out of the ordinary or what what you thought. Yeah. So as I chew with my mouth full here, um, Jonathan Taylor weighing in at two twenty six surprised me. Yeah, now he, that's pretty big for him, and you know he kind of he's outweighs a lot of the other. The other backs, the only one that's really near him in terms of the guys that we've talked about so far is Zach Moss. And Zach Moss is actually a little bit smaller than he is, which which surprised me because Zach Moss. You said he was lighter uh, he than was, you thought he was. Well, he, I mean, just in, just kind of comparatively, I think it's more that, that Jonathan Taylor weighed in heavier than we thought he would than, compared, yeah. than Zach Moss weighing in lighter. Does any of it concern you about any of these guys? Like, does anything like pop out that you're like, ooh. I mean, that's not good. Clyde, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a little bit smaller than I thought he would be. He's what six seven six or seven, six, seven, seven yeah, five. He's five seven and that a quarter. That is the shiftiest yeah. six seven guy <laughs> he's, I've ever I seen. Mean, very stocky for a, for a six seven <laughs> guy as well. Uh, but he's he's five seven and a quarter, two oh seven. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's shorter than you thought. He's shorter than I thought, but he, but almost that just shows how stocky he is because he weighs just as much as as DeAndre Swift, who's you know a full a full um, inch yeah. taller than him. Same with like, same with um, every time we with, watch uh, that Dobbins. film, though, yeah, I get more pumped. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. He looks good. Um, yeah, nothing else that was like off the charts that I thought. Okay, like size of Michael P. Ryan's like massive hands, ten and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> huge hands. Yeah. Um. Actually, I thought Eno Eno Benjamin was bigger than I thought he was. Oh, and uh, and yeah, well, he gained, what he gained ten pounds since the combine. No, that wasn't Benjamin, or, was it? No, Eno Benjamin gained ten pounds since the uh, since, since the, the Senior, senior bowl. bowl. Yeah, since Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, oh, and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, even even though uh, he is short, he actually had pretty big hands for his size. So that'll be that'll be good for him. Mm. Uh, okay, let's let's jump into this. Let's talk Keyshawn Vaughn. Pat, initial reaction from watching the tape from Bandy running back Keyshawn Vaughn. I liked him a lot more than I thought I would. Honestly, I've heard a lot of buzz coming from people, even people saying that they're they're that he's uh, their third or fourth running back. But um, I kind of didn't expect to see what I did out of him, and he looks like a starting back to me. 
honestly, I liked a lot what I saw. He seems to have pretty good vision. At time, at, you know, his his uh, offensive line really surprised me as well. He had a lot of open holes from a team that I didn't think was all that good, but. I, I had, so I had a little bit of difficulty telling whether he has good vision because he did make some questionable reads from what I saw on the tape. But for the most part, he seemed to make the right reads and he has a lot of long runs because because he finds the open holes so, and he runs with power. He, he runs with with a good amount of power. And his while he doesn't have crazy cutting ability, he seems to have enough wiggle to kind of get deflecting blows. But he can run through guys if he needs to. Yeah. All really good points. In fact, I don't know how much I can add on to that because a lot of those points were kind of spot on with what I had. Um, it, yeah, very powerful runner. Guy who hard nose running style, you know, will win between the tackles. Um, the one thing that you didn't point out that I'll say right now, yeah, and I think we well, we both saw the same thing, you know, judging by the numbers and kind of what he did at Vandy, um, is production. And I wrote that in all caps because – Here's a guy who played two years at Illinois, uh, took off after the 2017 season, I think it was, he didn't play, and then he transferred transferred to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got, He has a lot of work under his belt, but he has a lot of production in the SEC. And like you said, a team that in Vanderbilt, we put on the tape more like, ugh, yeah. their quarterback, not very not good. good. This is traditionally not a very strong team out of the SEC, we know they're playing against good competition. We watched him against Georgia. We watched him against LSU, and I thought he did a lot of good things against some strong fronts, some really good defenses. Um, but production is the big thing here. 638 career touches, a guy who's had a lot of work. He's going to be 23 in May, so he's not a young guy necessarily coming out of college. Um, you know, he caught 28 passes his senior season. Um, so I think there are some things that he can do a little bit out of the backfield as well. But the 6.5 yards per carry in two seasons at Vandy, um, I mentioned he transferred from Illinois after the 2016 season. I thought that was really, really good stuff. Yeah, jumps off the page. That he was, you know, that productive. I think it was 7.9 his junior year. That's wild. Wow. That's wild. You know, that was that was crazy. And it wasn't a you know, a light amount of work. I mean, he had hundred and fifty plus carries. So he was getting some good work. Um what were some things, Pat, that you think that, uh, you know, maybe he could work on some things that you weren't necessarily very um, excited about when you watched him run? Well, like I said, he doesn't have I mean, he doesn't have terrible cutting ability, but it's not compared to some of the guys we've watched recently. It's not anywhere near theirs. Um, he uh, now when you say he caught those 23 passes this year, they 28. 28 uh the vandy has a, a, a it seems like they've got a, a very a very uh they use a screen game a lot so i'm not sure how much he was actually going out and catching passes compared to just catching screens which is fine you know you know he doesn't need to be he doesn't need to be uh clyde edwards hilaire as long as he's able to go out there and catch passes i think it'll be fine but he could fall into the kind of sony michelle situation where yeah he can catch passes but he's just they just don't really give him the ball because it's not something that he thrives at so while it is a it's something he's competent at i wouldn't say it's it's a a uh you know one of his his best traits yeah yeah uh i think we could definitely see a little bit more in that category to be really sure about it um i said he's a guy who may need some development and pass protection i saw a couple of things that were just in terms of base and and fundamentals, uh, 
weren't quite as clean as some of the other guys that we saw. Um, I agree with you earlier in saying that I don't think he always saw the lane, the running mm-hmm. lane, right? Yep. Um, the holes. There were a couple times where we looked at each other where we were like, oh, I wish he would have caught, up, caught yeah. off that block yeah. block inside. Yeah, it's a, kind of like the Miles Sanders thing, the Miles Sanders thing, where like it's like, what do you, like, I don't see what you're reading there. Yeah. And it's, it can be very different in the in the moment. And, you know, I can't say I have great running back vision, so I can't. <laughs> no, why here. not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I had one carry in my career and, oh. I, and, I, and I missed the hole. What'd you do? Uh, I ran straight into a, a brick wall. It was my one or was my it was my sophomore year. Oh, yeah. was it? Was it was it? in practice too. So, <laughs> <laughs> Good guy oh, 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 okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> my bad. I thought it was like I didn't fumble know, though. Game it, on the line. I just like, wanted, I had a lot of people going for the ball. I thought maybe it was yeah. like a huge goal line opportunity. No, like, I did have an interception though. My well, that that same year, oh, wow. and that was in a game. Oh, impressive! Picked off a middle screen. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Cool. But anyway, anyway, the other thing, the other thing about Keyshawn Vaughn that I noticed is he has. To me, subpar speed. I'm not saying he's slow. He's not like he's not like Zach Moss, but he's not fast. You know, I don't think he has breakaway speed. He, I don't think he has that that final gear, and even maybe not that the the you know the second final gear. He has made he does make breakaway plays at Vandy, but I think that's just more that he just kind of caught the defense off guard than anything. Um, he doesn't have that breakaway speed that you want to see in some guys. I don't know. I kind of disagree. I think he's got enough speed to break off some long runs. I mean, uh, I do. Again, I think I saw some good things from him. I thought he actively like looked to hit a home run. Yeah, I I do. I thought that that was one thing that I actually wrote down that I liked Mm -hmm. was he was. It got him in trouble sometimes because he tried to do a little bit too much and it resulted in a negative play. But I thought he really tried to hit that home run yeah. when he could. I didn't see the speed. Okay. I, I, right, think right, right. I think it's Sorry, below, right. maybe a tad below average. Yep. I, he, look, he's not, um, he's not, he's he's not, not a lot of the guys that we plot. saw. He's, he's not, not Jonathan, he's not Jonathan yeah. Taylor's, you know, quite that speed, or he might not be, um, you know, Cam Akers. He might not be DeAndre Swift. But I think he's got enough in the tank to do some things, um, you know, in terms of breaking off some bigger plays. So, look, overall, Pat, I think that uh, Keyshawn Vaughn impressed me more so than yeah, I thought he would no when doubt. we went into the tape. This is a guy that I think you're going to find out fits in a lot of different systems. Mm-hmm. And, again, this boils down to where he winds up. Oh, yeah. When we talk about, you know, where are you going to draft him in Dynasty? Okay, it depends on what kind yeah, of. This is a guy that could chew up the board. You know, uh, again, yeah. they, all of a sudden uh, he goes to a real nice system. He could be, you know, your your third or fourth back off the board. I agree. I think he actually fits systems a little bit better than some of the other guys that we talked about yeah. at this point. You know, we think that Clyde Ed- Edwards Hilaire has a really high ceiling, but we do have some concerns about where he might fit in, right? Mm-hmm. We have some concerns, at least I do, about where Cam Akers might fit in. Yep. This. In fact, Keyshawn Vaughn, I actually think that there are multiple systems that this guy can fit. He can be a three-down back. He can do some really good things in between the tackles. Um, am I saying that he has quite the upside that these other guys do? No, but I do see some things that could be really positive. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I need to watch him some more. Right now, he's he's in that third tier of running backs for me, but... He has the upside to me, I think, to move into that second tier of guys. You know, yeah. right now I got Cam Akers and Clyde Edwards Lair in that second group. I've recently moved John Taylor up into my top tier. Um, I think Keyshawn Vaughn has shown enough to me that it, it, on further review, he could easily move up into that kind of second tier guys for me. Yeah. Could you see him maybe even being like, you know, last year Alexander Madison was a guy we weren't that high on. 
could Keyshawn Vaughn be that guy? No, because we're high on him already. Okay. But, like, oh, those, we really didn't like Alexander no, Madison yeah, we much took a at look all. At him and, and, and that was one guy like, we missed. I think we missed on that. We one. did miss on him, and I think it was just because he has. Uh, he's one of those guys that he's pure vision, and he just kind of he works well under the system. And I mean, they got a good offensive line, so yeah. I, I, I we did miss on him though, for sure. So, yep. yep. Okay, let's talk. Uh, let's switch gears here and talk Eno Benjamin. The, Look, there are a lot of things that I think when you listen to this podcast, you're going to be like, wait, are you talking about Keyshawn Vaughn? Because I thought that uh, like, there were a lot of similarities in the way that I thought about Eno Benjamin when I looked about looked at Keyshawn Vaughn. Not to say these, are, these guys are you know completely similar running styles, um, but he surprised me. Uh, you know, I thought there were a lot of things that he will do well at the next level. I think he's a versatile back, a good athlete who can do a lot of different things out of the backfield, whether whether it's running the ball in between the tackles, whether it's catching the ball out of the backfield. A little bit like, like Keyshawn Vaughn, I thought that there were some things where he was maybe trying to do a little too much at times or the vision wasn't quite there, where I thought that in between the tackles, I wanted to see a little bit more from him running the football as a patient runner that used some vision, that used some patience. Um but again, much like Keyshawn Vaughn, there's a lot of production when you talk about you know Benjamin. Seventy-seven receptions in his last two years in college, three hundred carries as a junior. I mean, we're talking a guy who carried the ball twenty-two, twenty-three times a game his last couple seasons in college. So this guy is not short on work. He's not short on film. There are a lot of good things that I like. I think I see a really good athlete, somebody who can you know, create stop and start moves with the best of them. Um, and maybe the thing that I liked most, most Pat, and I'm going to let you chime in here is really, really determined runner. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, like yeah. he, he wants is it. giving his all at all times. No doubt. I agree with you there. I agree with a lot of the things you said. Now, the one thing I will say is I didn't think he had all that much power. I think he was a little bit more elusive compared to Keyshawn Vaughn, where he was more of a power guy. I think, you know, Benjamin had some impressive moves. I don't think he broke them out all that often, and he could use to use them a little bit more. But um, for some of the, the stuff I saw, it really impressed me. Now, again, he's one of these guys I don't think is all that fast, even for as, qu- as, as quick as he is. Um, I do think he has a little bit more receiving ability compared to a guy like Keyshawn Vaughn. I think he actually showed some proficiency running some of his routes as well as as well as snagging the ball. Now, the one thing I will say is he came in with pretty small hands, eight and a fifth, uh, eight and five eighths. You know, so we're I, I have to look back and see how if he was a big fumbler mm-hmm. at at uh, at Arizona State. Um, so that'll be something I need to get back into and, and look at but he was you know he had good size he was he was uh five foot eight almost five foot nine 207 you know he could and like you said we, he put on some weight so it'll be interesting to see what he runs mm-hmm. if he ends up putting a slow time is he gonna have to lose that weight to enable in order to play and more at a bet you know just as bet more what he does you know at a better sure. at a better size so um, a lot of things interesting to see from him, but I, I uh, this is another guy I was I was surprised by. I didn't, I didn't went into his tape. I remember last year thinking this is an interesting looking guy, and didn't hear all that much from him. Thought he kind of fell off. A lot of guys I'm not hearing, like I, I hear a lot of guys that like Keyshawn Vaughn. I don't hear too many people like pounding the table for Eno Benjamin, but I was like likewise surprised at what I saw from him. And I think he's another guy that could be a could be a starter in the league. Yeah, when I think when you take a look at the two, I do think that kind of harping back on the fact that Keyshawn Vaughn, I do believe he can fit in a little bit 
uh, more versatile role than mm-hmm. oh, yeah. maybe what Eno Benjamin is. But I do agree with you in the sense that I think you know Benjamin can do a, maybe a little bit more out of the backfield. But I, you know, I would not be surprised if these two guys end up, you know, being really serviceable, yeah. back, serviceable backs to the next level and really carve out a role for themselves. Yeah, I almost kind of think of you know Benjamin in kind of like a James White role. You know, thing like you know, guy that just he doesn't have a ton of athleticism, but he just kind of does things right. And I don't know if he's he's is that kind of smart, proficient player. That like James White is, but I, I, I kind of could think of him and I could kind of see him in that sort of role. I think he could be a lead back if he needs to. I think he'd be more suited for something like a little bit of a, a committee. But um, I did like what I saw a lot. Yeah, I can't. I just can't get off like, looking at these two guys as a whole, especially Keyshawn Vaughn. You know, the production is was really impressive to me. I loved how much work these two guys got, and they turned it into some good production. Um, I kind of think Keyshawn Vaughn could be a little bit like Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can see that. I, you know, I don't know if he's quite as uh, not as big or, or powerful. I don't, I don't know as as Jordan Howard. Um, not going to quite tip the scales like he does, but I think that he could be a little bit similar in the sense that um, he could carve out a role that's similar to what Jordan Howard has kind of done at the at the NFL level. So, yeah. um, all right, well, Pat, you know, I, again, two thumbs up for these two guys, a little bit better than what I thought. Oh yeah. Like, going I went into, into the, thinking of these last four guys we watched, uh, um, and was thinking, you know, what are we going to see? Yeah. What are we going to see? Yeah. I think, so I think we're yeah. going to try to do Anthony Michael P Ryan and, and, and Anthony McFarland. The next one. Yeah. I've done a little bit of early looks at these guys and I felt eh, about Michael P Ryan and, Yep. Yes, about Anthony McFarland, a guy yeah, I think he, he might good. be really, really good as a as a committee guy, more kind of a light Clyde Edwards-Helaire, but yep. um, he's fast. He's fast. So I'm going to be interested to see what he runs at the Combine. Yeah, I think I think those two guys were probably going to be looking a, maybe even a little bit in the same light as we saw these guys as went into it. Yep. Maybe not sure what nah. to expect. Yep. Felt better about it coming out because that's how I think about Benjamin and Vaughn at this point so okay well this was a quick one uh just shy of 20 minutes so um like I said we will get one more out for the running backs next week hopefully we'll get two out next week the next one the second one next week we'll focus on those receivers receivers. it's it's gonna gonna be a a lot lot of guys get to so maybe we'll get back to the running backs of course we'll talk about our final rankings of the running backs that we've looked at to this point um okay thanks again for joining us everybody and uh we'll talk to you soon on Pat and Sass. Bye bye.